We've been ready, nigga. Oh, we did something dramatic. Oh, yeah. why you didn't tell me the nigga? light? Oh, <laughs> he's back up in this motherfucker. I know y'all gonna be like, here you go with that bullshit. I don't want to be this person, but um, it hasn't been a while. But it's been a while since we've been in the studio. And I want to start by saying, that's right, everybody. You know what it is when you hear that corny music. It's the intro to the Donnell Rawlins Show. You're probably saying to yourself, Donnell, what are you going to talk about on this episode? <laughs> There's a lot of things that have been going on in the news and out of the news. You say, Donnell, are you going to go to the places that some people are afraid to go? Are you going to ask the real questions? Are you going to talk about the real issues? And the answer to that is... If I motherfucking feel like it. <laughs> but this is the energy I'm on right now. That's right. Black Lives Matter has died down. Never. But it's back up. <laughs> Niggas timelines are going back to normal. But it's back up. Don't see that many leather gloves. But it's back and it's not going anywhere. This we have to remember. Never let up on the Karens. Okay? Never let up on Karens. And the reason why I say that is because Karens are out of fucking control. Exactly. It's too much. And I did not want to be the person. America, listen. I did not want to be the person that says, these white bitches are out of control. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't want to be that person because I'm guilty of, you know. <laughs> with them so what does I, that mean Donna? What is you know what mean? it means you know what it means it means like okay can't see that you can't see it on the audio but if you were watching the audio it's the old thing a high school kid takes his thumb his tongue and do it by on the side it's like that's what it is that's what it is so it's hard for me to just like I'm not a I'm not a Karen hater <laughs> You've partaked in some of the benefits. <laughs> I've in some of the benefits of being stressed. Out. <gasps> they need to be stopped. They don't know. One hundred percent. Like I'm done. Period. With them. I'm done with them. They You're need to be stopped. Them? It's over. It's enough. It's enough because it's like I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Corona. I don't know if niggas is just sick of masks. But everybody 
is just on one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like everybody is on one. Everybody is on one. The other day I was outside and um I spit on the concrete, right? Mm-hmm. And this lady was walking her dog and she was literally like a half a block away. Right? She yelled down the street. She was like, what the fuck, you fucking asshole? No, I just wanted to let you know how far she was from the street. <laughs> she was like, like, fuck! Going crazy. Yo, is anybody paying attention? I'm paying attention. I'm waiting. What happened? What'd you I'm do? I'm telling you. Okay. She was like, fuck. And I was like, what are you talking I'm about? I'm saying come closer to Mike. Donnell. This is part of the effect. Okay, but they, we have listeners that need to hear. I know, but this is what I'm saying. This, this is the extent of I could hear her. Okay. It was pretty. It, it was. It wasn't like she was like, "What the fuck?" Okay. What I'm trying to say was she was. Where she was back. Way back. And she was so mad at me. She was cursing me out. You seen phone. her when she yelled at you, or yeah, was it the behind? She had a mask on. Bitch had a mask on. <laughs> bitch had a mask on. So I couldn't remember her eyes. I had to remember her dogs. Right. I'm like, watch when I see the pomegranate bitch again. <laughs> the I'm pomeranian. Oh, pomeranian. Pomegranate. When I see the fluffy ass dog bitch again. I was like, damn, you know what a pomegranate gonna, looks like? That's dope. Uh, I do know what a pomegranate. We call it Chinese apple. Too. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you good. very much. Oh, you old <laughs> okay. fat ass nigga. I didn't know nothing about a pomegranate. Like, what do you niggas call them Chinese apples? Pomegranate. What I was saying was she was carrying. She was, she was like, oh, and like, Enough is enough. Like, I know, Karen. Listen. I know it's a tough time. I really do. I know you're on edge. And you should be. Uh, Black people are really on edge. But enough of the... Like, everything does not have to be... Everything is. Did you see that video? She was like, oh, I have a black husband. Yeah, when she, she flicked the guy. I give off. a fuck about that. We know why you fucking him. Or maybe you, okay, you love him. But you see how dramatic they are. They're That's so the part. Dramatic. That's a, and the thing about it is that it's so fucking dramatic. It's just like, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. But then there are people like this. There are people that are like this. Is she okay? Karen, you're not going to sit there and flip me off. You flipped me off. Sir. You don't touch me. Do not touch me. You flipped me off. I don't care. Why did you flip? Why did you flip me off? Karen, ma'am, did you? Don't touch me. Do not touch me. Did you, ma'am? Did you or did you not cuss me? Did you not? Did you flip me off? Why did I get flipped off? Why did I, ma'am? I'm a. T- Karen, are you okay? Can you explain to me calmly? I'm not attacking you. Ma'am, you flicked me off. Guys, this is her license plate number. She lives here. This is her address. Karen, you flipped me off. You cut me off and flipped me off, and now you're playing the victim. Ma'am, would you like to calm down? You know, there are people. That's what makes a Karen. She knows that trigger is going to be to look out and see if she's okay first. And it's so fucked up. She she flipped out. It was so funny because uh, the dude that was filming it, mm-hmm. he was gay as a motherfucker. He was. He was. like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with being gay, Black Lives Matter. I know they out here. I know it's all type of Black Lives Matter, gay ones and all that. Right? But he was like, I was like, oh, shit. I know he wasn't trying to fuck her. Now, that's one thing I know. 
It wasn't trying to hit on her. It wasn't nothing sexual, anything. But he just was, he chased her. He chased well, her. Well, she chased him first. And then he followed her home because he's, he's like not going to let her get away with it. And we that, we need they need to be held accountable. I know, but when, once we knew she wasn't going to get away with it, then he kept on saying, oh, I'm not going to let you get away with it. We well, knew she wasn't going to get away with it. I mean, eventually she did, though. He left. He drove off. And she was. She didn't get. When I say she didn't get away with it, get away with it. I mean, is that no police came and killed the nigga. You know, nobody killed the motherfucker, and nobody was arrested. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, that's the fucking. That's so crazy. They gotta get chin checked. I don't. All the time. Get chin checked. I took. You know what you do? When someone Karens you, like they call it Karen now. In my day, we used to call it, um, gives white woman. <laughs> Gives white woman, you know. This she giving you white woman. Giving, giving, giving you white woman. <laughs> giving you white. She woman. gave you white woman. Yeah, like giving you white woman. You got to throw your shoulder a little bit. <laughs> you got like, <laughs> giving you white woman is like this. It's just a little something. Giving, giving white woman, and white woman is like you use giving white woman. You've probably seen white women and like, um, I, who's your manager? I beg your pardon. Is there supervisor? And you say that to say. <laughs> that's giving white woman. Motherfuckers need to do reverse white woman. Just reverse it. Hit the bitch with the same shit she hit you with. It happened to me. I was on a flight from New York to LA. And it was a uh, I was in first class. I don't know who paid for the ticket because I wouldn't. <laughs> and um I'm in like one C or something like that. And I had all type of Bluetooth shit going on. I couldn't turn all my shit off at one time. She was like, sir. You didn't turn your Bluetooth off. I was like, bitch, I ain't got no Bluetooth on. And then she just showed me the light. I'm like, bitch, caught me. Yeah. Right? And then she say something. Sir, you didn't turn your radio. I was like, I don't have radio. It's another green light. I'm like, God damn, this light's everywhere. Then she's like, I was like, okay. Then she was like, sir, you need to turn your phone off. Just turn your phone off. Just turn your phone off. Turn your phone off. Finally, I got to turn the phone off, right? And she was on me about turning my phone off. Turn your fucking phone off, right? Turn it off. Sir, Turn your phone off, please. <laughs> like, if my phone on, the plane won't be able to take off. <laughs> like, me being on my phone just, just fucking landed this plane. Right? And then I was like, okay, it was off. This bitch go behind a little corner where the coffee shit be. <laughs> Yo, I could not believe. I would turn into a white woman. I turned into a white woman. I did I, I like this. <sighs> I was like, are you? You serious? <laughs> Yo, I grabbed my face like this. I was like, <sighs> I was appalled. I thought I turned into a white bitch, nigga. I said, are you serious? <laughs> I didn't say, this bitch on the phone. I turned white woman. I gave white woman right back. I said, are you serious? She was like this. I knew she was talking to a nigga or something because it was her face was like this, right? She was like, <laughs> and, I, and I said it like, Low, then I was like, maybe she didn't hear me. I said, because you know, I said to myself, I said, Are you serious? She didn't hear me. Then I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> she was like, What? I said, Are you kidding me? So you talked to me about my phone for 10 minutes to go in the corner <laughs> and use your phone? <laughs> she was looking at me like, <laughs> She was so scared. I said, really? That's what this bitch did. She went and got the fucking phone to the pilot. She was, she said, 
This bitch said, this is, I don't even know how you turn the nigga in the front row into this sentence. Jeez. The gentleman in the <laughs> nigga. She said, the gentleman in 1C is making me feel very uncomfortable. Mm. Nigga, I was like, oh, the marshal's about to come. <laughs> I, then I said, then I hit her back. I said, are you serious? <laughs> I make you feel uncomfortable? Are you kidding me? I leaned into it. I said, are you kidding me? And it was squashed, but I felt that whole shit. Mm. That Karen shit is out of motherfucking control. I feel like if they just mind their own business, the world would be a better place. Just mind your business. They keep minding other people's business, especially black people. Yeah, but... Had she mind her business, that whole thing didn't even have to happen. Yeah, they just need to just realize that your word is not law. It used to be. So many things are changing now. Mm-hmm. It used to be where it was like the first thing you thought was like, oh, my God, what did they do to Karen? But now you're starting to think like another Karen. Yeah. Shit that was abnormal. Shit that was abnormal is normal. Shit that was normal is abnormal. Yeah. Shit is ridiculous now. You do a podcast and people ask questions. It's so critical. Why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about this? Why are you afraid of this? Do you support this? Do you support that? A lot of things happen really, really fast. A lot of things last week happened. A lot of things happened last week that a lot of people don't want to talk about for different reasons. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the thing about doing this in podcasts where sometimes sometimes it's things that are out there you want to talk about, about like you're forced to talk about it. You're not talking about it. But then it boils down to what are you talking about? I think it's important to talk about anything uncomfortable right now because I think through history we've just suppressed it or. Well, we got some new shit. We got some new shit to talk about. (laughs) Nigga, yo, yo, this year's been so goddamn stressful. Yo, Julius, yo, it's been so stressful. (laughs) Every week, nigga, it's another joint to look out for, nigga. Yo, this year, I'm telling you, it was fucking. First, it started off with Corona, niggas like, oh, fuck that. I'm used to Corona. I'm good. And then Black Lives Matter. And then motherfuckers, Black Lives Matter. And then why you why you doing Black Lives Matter? Uh, Corona's still going on. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers worrying about the second wave of Corona. It's bad. But nobody is ready for this second wave of Me Too's, nigga. <laughs> Oh, it's coming. It's here, actually. Nigga. It's here. It's like Me Too's a spite. <laughs> Yo, Me Too's a spite. Me Too's a spite like a motherfucker. Niggas is not do social distances from Me Too's. <laughs> Me Too's was almost out. We almost forgot about Me Too. Remember, we was getting Me Too's every week, son? <laughs> it did, did, was, I was the only person like this, man. I feel for this bitch, but I'm Me Too the fuck out, man. Another Me Too? Everywhere was Me Too. Then Corona came, then Me Too just kind of chilled out, right? <laughs> me Too is back there lurking. Second wave. The second wave, son. Yo, it's going hard. I might be like, bigger than the first. It might not. Nah, I don't think I anything's going to be. I mean, gonna, it's just nothing, starting. Nothing's ever going to be bigger than the first. All right. The first wave of Me Too is the ones that set the stage. I don't know. I think people are more comfortable and and and. and Willing to share their stories more than ever now. Yeah, I know I'm saying, but I'm saying the first wave, the first wave, the first wave was the one to set the standards. 
the first wave was like. I mean, if Bill Cosby counts in the first wave, that was a pretty big wave. That was a big but wave. In terms but, of in terms of what? Just, just who he the is. The amount of monster. Yeah, like the size of the monster counts. Yeah, I was Doesn't trying it? to explain it, but then you guys started talking about something else. <laughs> like, I've really been working. I, I haven't interrupted anybody. And I was doing an explanation <laughs> that just, just went there. There you go. When I said the sense of wave, the sense of <laughs> shock, the sense of this is how powerful the first wave first wave was so powerful it didn't matter if what a bitch was saying was true or not true it was just wham that's fucked up the first wave was just like everybody's getting tested and everybody was feeling first wave was like fucked up that's fucked up that's fucked up that's fucked up and then you had cases and situations where hmm it wasn't really that fucked up what so, do you mean by that like some situations, bitches be lying. Mm. You know, some say, and I'm not, and I'm saying I'm not supportive. First thing, I'm not like, not understanding how if, uh, or disregarding how it could feel to be violated. Somebody take advantage of you. And I'm not talking about that. And that's a fucking horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. It's such a horrible thing that we should never second guess whether a woman is telling the truth about it, has any validity or anything. It just will be like the men and the woman says anything to do with like, I've been violated, I've been raped. The first thing like, yo, get this nigga, let's kill this nigga. But in certain cases, it's found that there are women that have arterial motives. Ulterior. Ulterior, yeah. You know, everybody was flowing with me. You know? And it's like the, the saddest part about this situation is that we should never question, we should never question, is, is she lying or not? We should never question that. We should never give it the benefit of the doubt. But is it that point? And this is what I think is so unfortunate about the world we're living in right now. A person could be accused of something, right? And uh, uh, be falsely accused. Mm -hmm. But everything is determined in public opinion now. It's like what I think. Well, um, you think 10 people would say the same thing? I don't know, it's a possibility. This is Hollywood. And some people have grand schemes. Some people really have grand schemes. There's nothing going on, and I say in this case anything. There's nothing going on in my career. Oh, I want to be relevant so bad. I want 30,000 followers. Fuck, everybody thinks I'm a whore anyway. So, what the fuck? Let me ask you a question, Don. Yo, let me finish my thought. Okay. Like, what the fuck? Certain things could be challenged. And it's unfortunate because it takes away from where their it's a situation with a real victim. But don't the the real victims outweigh the ones that have the ulterior motive? Or that the was my question. Scheme? Nobody knows. I feel I like it's been know. proven. <laughs> I think we know. It's been proven. You know. I mean, you have so, like you know. s sprinkles of cases where someone's taken advantage or they want money, etc. But for the majority of what, what we've been seeing, it's, it's uh, they're there. They're like real victims. And I think that's where the focus should be. Right. I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm still saying that, like, 
So you're talking about a small no, I'm percentage. Just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, in certain, what I'm saying in certain cases, rule. what I'm saying in certain cases, it's allegations. Yeah. It's allegations. They haven't been proven. And the funny thing about it is, like, it's so funny because we don't understand what it takes to, like, whatever type of predators or predators or whatever you feel. Like, what makes these people exist? Is it the community around? Is it the community that they're around? Is it the people that turn their... To turn away from it is the people say, oh, you know, that's so-and-so's thing. And then when you have somebody that's in a situation and something is exposed in their life, it's like now everyone says, oh, yeah. Everyone says, oh, yeah, I always, you know what? What happened? What happened when, when, you, when a person thinks a monster, what happens when it's building? Who's feeding it? What's feeding? We are. We are. You know what I'm saying? But that's based fame. on, but isn't that based on experience and observation? So if, for instance, X is accused of being this person and they've been accused of um, me tooing someone, and then I'm like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, he did do that. And then you're like formulating, oh, shit, no, he is kind of predatory or yeah but okay i know he might be that and and, and then and, you're and, like oh wait shit in hindsight hind, this is what i think and i might be crazy in hindsight you know what i'm saying like oh wait oh wait what he did was kind of creepy like like i don't understand how motherfuckers don't know when the motherfuckers being creepy like when the motherfuckers being creepy and I'm not sure, everybody's like, you can't victim shame. I'm not shaming, but I'm just saying, motherfucker got to get smart on different levels. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Listen, on That's different true. levels, and the way I say that is that we, when we say shame, it's like, oh, don't shame that person. You're going to make them feel bad. Guess why most fat motherfuckers lose weight? <laughs> when they say, I'm sick of motherfuckers calling me a fat ass. That use, That's the most... Motivating factor. But that's not criminal. But listen, though. I'm not saying criminal. Cause I'm not saying criminal. Yeah, because we're talking about criminal shit. We're not talking about like, you know, taking advantage of women. I think that's the two conversations in the in in the case. I know, but I guess what I was taking saying advantage was, of is is like that's I know, life. I know, but I legal. guess what I was trying to say to both of you, I was just trying to complete my thought. Right. That's all. Right. But you're so, right. People have to be know, smarter, right? You know, True. I'm saying but people. I'm saying it has to be. This is the type of shit I talk about. All right, creeps gonna be creeps, but you also have to know. People wait, say whatever. creeps are gonna be creeps. What does that mean? Creeps gonna be. It's gonna be some creepy motherfuckers. There's. You're not gonna eliminate the devil. You're not gonna eliminate creepy people. It's gonna be some creepy niggas, mm -hmm. whether you stop them or not. There's always gonna be a Chester motherfucking molester. I don't give a fuck. You lock this one up, you're going to find another one. It's another one, it's another one, it's another one. It's always going to be that. I understand that part. It's not no, wait, so what are you saying? What I'm saying is, uh, part of the power that a Chester gets is when a woman may not have a great relationship with their dad. Part of the way a Chester breathes is like, you know what? Nobody said that I love her. Nobody said that tried to inspire her nobody tried to help her. nobody listened to her we're talking about the one that's being taken advantage of what are you talking about you're saying you're you're saying i just want to understand what you're saying you're saying the the reason that we have Ch he's breathing or he gets to live because of his victim not not 
getting the love that they need. I'm just trying to understand. No, what that's you're what saying. I'm saying. If you listen to me, I'm ex- I'm actually. I don't know if you can rewind and tell you whatever. I'm actually Is that explaining. All? I'm trying to understand it I from know, what but, perspective. He's I know talking the, about the Chester. I know, but the, the, I understand what perspective you're trying to understand it from. But what I'm saying is that you're not letting me complete the thought of what I'm saying. Okay. I'll let you finish. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. And then that throws my thought off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I understand you have a feeling about this. And it's not like, oh, so what are you saying? No, I'm just explaining certain mindset. I'm saying these are things that exist that when we're talking about an individual, we need to be talking about a society. What is a society that lets a motherfucker feel this comfortable? What society do we live in where someone could ask you, uh, can I date your daughter who's possibly underage and you like, it's okay. Mm -hmm, I -hmm. know that Chester. Mm -hmm. I like, you don't, you don't just stop one motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You got to stop a way of thinking. And if the way of thinking is like, but wait, but what if, but wait, but what if, but hold, but a guy, you, we can do that all you want. You can do that all you want. And shit can still happen. Or what are you going to do to change it? Right. Can, can you just, can you say, this is the point I'm making. There are some young women that are raised and are around environments where the only way they see a woman Doing things is using their sexuality, their looks, their body, and everything. There are aunties that live like that, and there are moms that live like that. And what you see is somebody's like, hey, that you can tell when somebody's using their body to connect with somebody. And it needs diff- we need different in- images of that. And we need to be able to tell our daughter, oh, Donna, you don't have a daughter. You know what I would tell my motherfucking daughter if she was 15 to 16? I'd be like, I would say, don't be fuck with niggas with blue checks on their Instagram and stay the fuck out they DM and don't get excited about that. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm just posing a question. So if I am one that used my sexuality to get things, I deserve to still be um, sexually harassed or 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 raped in this in whatever case. So. Whether I, I walk around naked, whether I use my sexuality to gain interest on a, a, a popular uh, celebrity, do I still deserve to be... But you keep on you keep on going back to, to I do deserve. I didn't say you deserved any of that. I'm just asking because I know, but you're, you're saying that the parenting, or it starts in home. And the- I did not say what a person deserves. I didn't say it start in the home. I said, said these are the things that exist that makes a motherfucker become a Chester molester and make it easy for him. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I never said you deserve. I don't give a fuck if you the hoish, most fucking everybody neighborhood bitch in the motherfucking, in the city, everybody fucked you. Mm-hmm. If you say no and stop, that means no and stop. Mm-hmm. That's what I understand. And this is what I'm saying. When people don't understand, you talk about rape, it's so fucked. That's what I understand. Like, it's getting to the point where you try to distinguish what, what are we talking about when you say that? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a woman deserves to ever be violated because that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. There is no way for you to ever justify fucking somebody against their will. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I could reason with that or anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm saying, if it's a sinister mindset or whatever, there's a other side and there's more that we could focus on opposed to just him. Right. Because they him. It's me. It's you. 
It's because that nigga has so much money. You like, ha. Oh. How many times you done heard? Especially the black community. Oh, he liked them young ones. And it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, he liked, he liked friends. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a ha. It's a joke. But it's not a joke. It's the truth. And the thing is this. People, this is what I'm saying to young women. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm not shaming you. What I'm saying is, as much as niggas need to get their shit together, think. Think. See through shit. Why is this motherfucker showing me so much love and so much so-and-so, and I'm really not that talented? Think. Mm-hmm. Be smarter. Be smarter. Yeah. Just be smarter. Think about it. Especially in this business, it's going to, you're going to be, you're going to be tested and tested and tested and tested. It's a grimy motherfucking business. And when I say facts, I ain't trying to be an asshole. I'm just saying like this. Nah, I want to shame you. No. That nigga going to want to fuck you. No, but no, he, he, he listened to me read and I had a good read. Bitch, you ain't book shit since fucking acting school in the third grade. <laughs> You know he want his dick sucked. Stop playing. Stop playing. But here's the thing. This is an unfortunate thing, especially for what I do as a comedian. Comedians, we go through times, you know, you feel funny a certain way. Certain things pain you. Certain things you're excited about. You talk about how you feel in the moment. That's our job. We take what in the moment and we stretch it and we exaggerate it. We take the truth and we exaggerate it. We can exaggerate our laugh. We can exaggerate uh, our racism. Because everybody got a little bit in them. You can exaggerate, but this is a platform for that shit. And now, motherfuckers are so critical that people want to continue and continue to judge you from your past. And that's the unfortunate part about it, because we all got a past. Uh, yeah. Listen, we all got a past, and we can try to dead it whenever we want. You know, and you don't know when something triggered in somebody like that's not the person who I, that's not who I am anymore. You know, and I see so many cases of situations just across the board on everything, politics or whatever. You know, it's like, okay, you're judging a man from 30 years ago. He better be different. There better be something different. But for me, what I think, I, I think comedians get crucified and they shouldn't be because that, that's like crucifying Al Pacino for playing Scarface. Like it's it's an art form. You can say what I mean, you can stand on what you believe on as Donnell Rawlings. But when you're on that stage, it's it's an act like, you know what I mean? You can say I feel like you could comedians should be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say. say. That's what the point I'm getting to. You know, it's well, like it's like this is so unfair. If any profession. You want to hold a comedian to his word, right? It's like it's like, an act. It's like it's not an act. But the well, water you gets know muddy, though. what I'm saying the water is, gets it's really like muddy when there's like actual criminal criminal behavior in the same scene, and then some people are like, "Yeah, and this guy said that fucking, you know, rape is funny." It's like he said he something. No, and I don't know if he one said one guy does something, one guy says something. Yeah, one guy does something, one guy says something. But what the one guy said could be funny, and it's not yeah. you to judge what the fuck you think funny is. Agreed. It's what. He thought funny was in that fucking moment. But I'm saying... You know, some Chinese niggas got mad at me. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> you saw Chinese people got mad at I me? Saw I saw it, yeah, on your, on your um, Twitter. On your Twitter. Y'all saw that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
the world sees what you interact when you interact on Yo, Twitter. Sir. People see it. Sir. Yeah. I don't even know what type of Chinese motherfucker was it. Was it a Japanese I Chinese? I don't know. I, didn't, I just know saw either. that he got mad he that got you But did you, so knew mad. you knew he was Chinese, right? Yeah, his his uh, That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> That's racist. That's racist. What well, the fuck you just said? Poster girl. I was going to say, said. I didn't oh know. Oh, my God, kill me. But you know, you would just say he was Chinese, right? No, I know he was Asian. Well, you wouldn't say he was Somalian, right? If you saw him. I'm just saying, son. He looked Chinese. I didn't see him, but I would guess he was Chinese, Japanese, We don't know if he said he's Okay, son. I would guess he was Chinese, Japanese, Korean. That's what I'm saying, son. I'm so glad we're talking about this and not rape anymore. The real, yo. Who rape got heavy as motherfuckers as heavy as rape could get, you know. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You want a podcast that can talk about anything? You ever been violated? How old were you? Call us up, ladies and gentlemen. Were you 16? Well, we got a number you can call. Okay, that was wrong. That's wrong. They're gonna be like this. Ah! No. Yo, son, I thought that I was beefing. On the low. I wasn't beefing on the low. No, it was on the high. On it the was high. on the high. Everyone saw it. I didn't know everybody saw it, son. Yo, I was on the low. He did Asian voice. The guy got mad. He did Asian voice. How you know I did an Asian voice? Because he said that it was offensive that you did Asian So what voice. is offensive to an Asian? Are you Asian? I no, didn't he, say it. He, he said, said it. So what did he say? He said he was offended that you did Asian voice, and you said, he I didn't say Asian everyone. voice. That was the third tweet. I don't read tweets. <laughs> I'm just saying. The first oh, tweet. Oh, I'm just. The I first remember, tweet. I don't remember the order. He just threw it up. Can anybody find that thread? Javante, can you find yeah. that thread? Yeah. yeah. I'm giving Yo. you the uh, the. Yo, the but overall. I was offended. You know why I was offended? Because he was offended that you were up. I'm going to tell you why offensive. the fuck I was offended. All right. Okay. First off, where he saw me. First off, understand this. He saw me at a live show. Right. The One of the only live shows that's going on where an audience connects with a performer. Right. Uh. And adhere to all the social distancing guidelines and all the things to be able to do that. I got it. Let me say this. It was in Yellow Springs, Ohio. What is in Yellow Springs, Ohio? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle decides that he wants to do a fight club, legal fight club of comedy. Whatever happens. And fight. Rule on a fight club. It's it's (laughs) phasing. He built this shit. He built this shit in his cornfield, son. A right. fucking cornfield. It looked like a place where you go hang niggas. <laughs> I'm telling you, this road looks like you start seeing the trees. You're like, oh, those look strong as shit out there, right? <laughs> you, if you're black, you like this. Too okay. soon. Yo, yeah. you're like, if you're black, you go through a cornfield, you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, yeah, I want to go back to, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's true, right? So, so it's just, he's the only person that's doing a show like this. This is the same venue that they uh, sh- shot the what will be the a- iconic eight forty six YouTube slash Netflix distribution, right? These tickets are not an easy ticket to get, and I'm pretty sure they're pricey. Not just because you're trying to make up for cost, but just. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I do a set. I ain't been on stage and since this shit kicked off. March. March. Haven't been on stage. I get a call that Dave Chappelle wants to fly me in to Yellow Spring, Ohio, Kobe tested on a Challenger jet. I say. Baller. Let's go. 
But I also told Dave, when I get off this jet, I'm not sucking your dick. <laughs> That's the first thing I let him know. I ain't say he gay, but, you know, jet life will make a motherfucker be like, anyway. <laughs> right? And this dude went through the whole process of finding out about the event, to get the ticket for the event, to getting your temperature checked at the event, to getting the mask at the event, getting instructions to take your mask off, to say... I want to be inside of a place with live performance and then to be a fucking critic. Mm. What do you want, nigga? <laughs> Chinese nigga, what do you want from me? <laughs> the last time I saw you, it was Corona. Yo, they tricked us, right? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'm being honest, America. Am I the first? America, please. America, listen to me. Javanta. Mm-hmm. When Corona first hit, hit when it was off the Wu Tang, not Wu Tang, um, Wuhan, Wuhan and the yeah. bats and shit, nigga, y'all was not looking at Chinese people different. Ah, <laughs> uh, nobody was looking at them different. Just a little bit. So me and Donald Trump, the only ones was saying that they got the kung fu. Donnell. What? No. What the fuck is no for? That is racist as hell. I know it's racist, but am I racist? No. <laughs> Yo, yo, you just like think that. slight amounts of racism is funny. Man, yo, that's what I'm trying to say, nigga. Yeah. Yo, I love Chinese niggas, man. Yeah, I want to read this. No, no, listen, listen, listen. But at least you said it's racist. At least you yeah, said it. I said yeah, it, but said I said it. It. I said it's, it's not the type that I know. get you beat or shot or lose a job. And all he was funny. saying was your slight amount of racism was offensive. Right, and yeah, I was yeah. like, whatever, nigga. You know what I wanted to say? <laughs> whatever. You know what I wanted to say, son? Because I don't got a job anyway. This is what I wanted to say. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, you guys want to know. Okay, you know what, what I wanted to say. Listen, hold on. What I got? This is what I wanted to say about that Chinese nigga. <laughs> I wanted to say, everybody got a mask on, and you're the only one I know that's Chinese. You <laughs> shit, <laughs> You asked the question, I, is that wrong? I'm just saying, I looked at everybody's face, I was like, that nigga Chinese, that nigga Chinese, he's Korean and he's Japanese. But guess what? We're out here in a cornfield and we're having fun. Stop it. Yo, he didn't want that, man. He kept going on and on. And then guess what else? Oh, nigga, guess what else? He tried to get the other Chinese. On his side? On his side. He didn't care what Chinese it was. Just let's come together, y'all. He did? Yo, nigga, it started being all the Chinese on it, right? Yo, it's first. It was and what they say. They, they was like, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> oh. She got it. They was like, yeah. And then one chick, she wasn't even Chinese. This bitch was white. She was like, you were thinking twenty twenty, after twenty. I'm like, really, bitch. That's what I was saying. She she was like, in twenty twenty. I'm like, in twenty twenty. You paying $150? <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. What accents are off limits? None, right? You don't think any accents are off no, limits? No, for me, no. I'm acting. You. I'm being a person. Right. I'm being a person. It's like, it ain't that serious. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. What ain't you... no accents, man. I don't give a fuck, man. Right. First off, I don't have a TV show. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, why am I doing this so hard? Uh, why are we like we? Why are Why are you excited about when we're on schedule? 
Why are you excited about this? Is the way I like to work to get a TV show. All right. Why is this motherfucker going? Why is she there? Right. Why? Because we're sick of people telling us no. And we're sick of people saying what we can do. And this is all you guys, you guys, you guys, and America. This is you saying what we can do without anybody. Because at the end of the day, there's nobody but you. There's nobody but us. There's nobody but you niggas. As much as I hate y'all, I fuck with y'all. You niggas. I hate most of you niggas, but I like some of you niggas, but I don't know which one of you niggas to spend money on a nigga. So I got to go through all of y'all niggas to get the right nigga. Boom, Javan to the right bitch. Hello? We use profanity. Fucking dirty's the right, right white boy. Hello? Oh. Wake up, nigga. <laughs> Julius is the right start trouble ass six foot nine ass nigga. Keep trying to start trouble with us. Six, six, the genius. And then the thing about it was, man, this Chinese motherfucker, man, he made me so mad. I just immediately had beef with Bobby Lee. <laughs> Is that Yo, the first one you can think of? That's the first Chinese thing I can come up with. So. Yo, it's, it's the same way. <laughs> it's the same way white, white people thought about Barack and shit. Anything Barack did, they was like, this. yeah, your boy up there fucking up. It was the same shit. Yep. Yep. So, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. He, and he just went on. He kept going on and on and on. Can I write? Can I read the tweet? It doesn't favor me. Well, it says do better, Michelle. Will oh shit! Just because you're in the cornfield. Start over. Start over. Do. Wait a minute. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say, I get something special. <laughs> All right, this is from a Karen, ladies and gentlemen. You know the bitches always go ha ha ha. Give it up for. His name is Terry K. Park. Do better, Michelle Wolf and Donna Rollins. Just because you're in the cornfields of Ohio doesn't mean that you, there aren't Asians in the audience or those who don't think anti-Asian racism is okay. Some of those Asians might be in your host's own family. You know what he tried to say? You <laughs> know what he tried to say? I, you said, I offend everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was started because what she was trying to say is that I didn't know that Dave Chappelle's family is, is like Filipino Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't like, like, look at, look, look at Dave's family. They're Filipino Chinese. You didn't know that, did you, nigga? I've been eating looping the rolls over the house all day, nigga. I know that, nigga. I know them niggas Filipino is shit, son. The niggas got a hundred pound bag of rice over there, nigga. That was before the pandemic. I know they fucking Filipino Chinese. They try to get all the Chinese to gang up on me, son. And I'm trying to tell y'all, I love Chinese. This is what I'm trying to say. My connection with Chinese is deeper than the average nigga connection with a Chinese. Because I know Chinese niggas is Korean. I live with them niggas. When you try to say me, Asian, I'm like, no, I understand Korean culture because I lived in it. Right. Like, it's not because I watched a movie mm -hmm. on 36 Cinema. I was like... I work with a Korean motherfucker, same age as I am. I work with the motherfucker day in and day out. See this motherfucker every day. Where I didn't speak, he didn't speak, I didn't speak Korean, he didn't speak English. The only language, the only thing we, with the way we're learning this is sharing words with each other. Mm -hmm. Magazines and shit. How can I hate on Asians? 
Like I used to, I was one of the only Americans over there that would actually travel on the days off with my Korean uh, comrades. Rock F, I used to answer phone. Come some down, chum num, imden lolling, zimni da toshumba. Come some down, chum num, imden lolling, zimni da toshumba. Oh, you must say, yo. They used to like this lollies, don't pick up a phone. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, because I used to drink. I was like, yeah, come some down, chum num, imden lolling, zimni da toshumba. They'd be like, lollies, no, come some down. No speaking. Them niggas was the only English they knew is what I taught them. They'd be like, no speaking, dick suck, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, those are the only words, but they they couldn't answer my phone and be like, yo, main gate error rollers. They'd be like, nigga, if you don't get your Chinese ass off the line. <laughs> I'd like, come something down. They'd be like, oh, I'd be like, yeah. Why you gotta look like you shitting all the time? That's how you, that's how you, when you, oh. you emphasize words, that's all just, oh, oh. And <laughs> yeah, you try to say, I don't fuck with Asians. Nigga, I used to go to their neighborhoods. Like, when my day's off, I used to get on. Boats and trains and shit to go with this nigga, and I know where I'm going right now. Nobody speaks my language. Mm-hmm. Nobody speaks my language, and nobody really don't look like me. Right. If you thought a white motherfucker was American looking, me, they was like, how this nigga get over here? <laughs> I know he like. I know those niggas don't swim. <laughs> no, I didn't. Spe- I, I didn't experience racism when I was in Korea because. I was in the military, and being in the military in Korea, when I was there, it was like you was a baller. You know what I'm saying? Bitches just trying to watch some white boys getting married up like a motherfucker. Nah, I didn't, I didn't experience over there because I felt like I was the E0, E1. I felt like I had money because I was in Korea. And where I was, how them niggas was living, I was like, nigga, I'm baller like a motherfucker. <laughs> Got one shoes out here. Was shit cheap out there? Yeah. Like if you went out to the town and like, Ate food was it way cheaper? Or? Well, yeah, back it was then I'm sure. What yeah, was it was way cheaper. The- <laughs> she acted like I was in Mash. <laughs> <laughs> she, she acted like yo, that, yo, yo, you was there when I used to go to sleep. Yeah, we like- <laughs> <laughs> was. He was in Mash come on. I'm like, oh, time to go to bed. <laughs> no, she like this. She like this. Oh yeah, yeah. He old because he remember when he used to go to sleep off of that shit. Yeah, it was cheap, but you know, it was cheap. They made everything comfortable for you. You know what I'm saying? We used to fucking do it. The one thing I used to like, like, because we would get like a GQ magazine or something, and they had tailors over there. And we'd be like, just, yo, can you, how did she, can you make this shit right oh, here? Oh, yeah. Nigga, you wow. don't understand. We was some corny niggas. It was <laughs> niggas getting, they said, oh, oh, this what they always say, oh, can do easy. Everything can do easy. The niggas ain't losing no business. <laughs> I'm like, yo, can you make an Adidas suit, right? But it'd be Adidas on one side and Nike <laughs> on the other side, right? Oh, can do easy. We was just trying to out, out, out design niggas over there, nigga. Like, nigga, make him, give me an eel skin collar, nigga. And just make this Reebok, nigga. And make this shit leather, nigga. And then, and then get the eel skin, sh- nigga. Yo, it was all about eel, nigga. You can get eel skin, like, yeah, give me American joint. Give me a red eel, a white eel. And you thought you was the shit mm. on base until you came back home, nigga. <laughs> Nigga, I came back home and tried to rock one of those sweatsuits. They wasn't having it. That was the last day I wore that sweatsuit, son. I get that shit to my little brother. I was like, you can have that Nike Adidas suit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was shit. I should have known it was fucked up because she always had a Chinese collar. <laughs> but I can't believe this Chinese motherfucker. And the reason why it set me so much, because y'all know my, my week last week, it was so dope. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done stand-up in so long. I was connected with Dave. 
You know what I'm saying? Them niggas. It just felt good. Yeah, what it, What was that moment when you got back on stage and having an audience? Like, how did that feel? It was weird because I could hear them. Mm-hmm. And I could kind of see them. How the, far for, from the stage were they? They was far, far as where the, the plastic white Karen bitches is right there. <laughs> it was right there. But it was in an open, it's in an open field. Okay. So it's spread out. You know, it's not like no, no, like, like. Like structured chairs, like sitting in like row A, anything like that. Just it's almost like picnic vibe, you know. It's no alcohol set there, set sold, mm-hmm. and everybody. The space is like everybody's far away from each other, but it was just something about. And then they have a couple of people that's at the distance on the stage. So when you work the stage, you got to work the front and the back. But the thing that was so dope was that it felt like I was an open micer again. Mm. You know, I was like. Oh, man, my muscle memory was dead. Nigga. I remember those days. If it wasn't about black ash, mm-hmm. nigga, I was blacking out. <laughs> if it wasn't about black, I've been on black ash at the Donna Rawlins show. Not no jokes. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, oh, what is that? Oh, what did you, you used to, then I was like, uh-uh. Did they? And then I was like, and they called my name. Dave gave me such a dope intro. You, This is about for the headline, can headline four or five hours. But he also can like host the show, be humble, keep it going, and be late. This motherfuckers tell a joke, then he says, yep. You know, when I was on a Chappelle show, there was two people that I would consider to be cast members. One, the late, great Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace. Everybody's like, wow, that's a good feeling. He said, and this next young man, well, not as he, one of the funniest comics I know He's one of the best hangs in Hollywood. You know him as Ashley Larry. Yellow Springs, help me welcome. It's a rap, son. <laughs> it's a rap. Yo, it felt so good. I hadn't been in touch with the audience. But I felt how people think about me mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, it's been a short time. A lot of I have been removed from the stand-up world. But it was so good to get on stage and crack that shit open. Yeah. And then just to be around people, to being able to share stories about a set, the vibe was good. It wasn't anything like reckless. It just was a good feeling. You've been around, you've been around Team Chappelle. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but good vibes. So. And then we had a motherfucking nigga. I'm the only nigga that bring a goddamn crab feast. Nigga, I'm ghetto <laughs> with shit, son. I turned the Yellow Springs into, into the hood, son. <laughs> Yo, my friend, y'all know I talk about it all the time. My friend Patrick over at Quarter Deck. Quarter Deck is a seafood restaurant. One of the best in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. They got the best crab. They got crabs like this. King crab? No, I'm talking about blue crabs. Like oh, blue this. crab. Mm. Yeah. If you know your crabs out there, you know. People talk about crabs. They be like, yeah, you got, when you hit this, <laughs> it's a big-ass crab. Blue crabs. Seasonal. Certain time of the year. They have a food truck. They fucking drove the food truck nine hours. Wow. With some of the best blue crabs. Mm. And we had crab fest. That's dope. Here's the dope shit. When it was time for it to be over, that's a huge gesture to say I'm a drive. 
and then produced this crab fest. And when I was like, yo, nigga, because I know them niggas got money. I'm like, yo, niggas. I'm like, you know, at the end of the shit, you be like, yo, my man, let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that motherfucker settled. That settled. And I'm saying, like, you know, settle. Everybody want to settle. You just sweat this shit and settle. And I was like, and I was like, man, this gesture is amazing because Patrick is always um, hospitable. He always, he's a good guy. But I'm like, nigga, you came from D.C., right? I was like, yo, you got to get a check, son. What you need? He said, I don't need nothing. Wow. I was like, what, nigga? How many crabs, nigga? That was like about two kilos of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> that was CBD oil and everything. I was like, I understand you're nice and everything, but no, 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 no. I can't let you go out like that. He was like, no, I don't need nothing. I was like, man, fuck that. I was like, I even talk. I, I turned it to Karen. I was like, I insist. <laughs> Yo, I threw a sit. I was like, well, never have I. Let me speak to your manager. And I blamed it on Cena. I was like, well, I'm going to have a word with Cena. Right? Did I go to Cena? I said, Cena, well, apparently Patrick doesn't want to get paid. And Cena said, you let Patrick know that we're offended if he doesn't. I went to Patrick and I said, they're going to be offended if you don't. He was like, well, then they'll just have to be offended. And he said, Donnell, how many times? He said, what's wrong with wanting to do something just out of your heart because you care? And I was like, I agree with you. I said, but that's like $3,000 worth of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> you could be rich, bitch. I'm like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. I get Dave two dozen for free. <laughs> But that shit, but he made a point, man. He made a point that, like, it's not too often that we do that anymore. It's not too often that we do something just out of, I don't want anything out of it other than just being around people that feel good, right? And I went to Dave. I'm still trying to get the nigga some money. Mm -hmm. I said, Dave, can I talk to you? He said, what? I said, Patrick drove a long way. <laughs> this is a great gesture. He insists that he don't get paid. He doesn't want to pay us. And Dave said, well, look like we won that one right now. Because niggas ain't used to motherfuckers saying no yeah. tab. Especially when a motherfucker know you got it. They always be trying to run your pockets. Nigga, I know you ain't tripped off no fucking $82,000 for no <laughs> Nikes, nigga. You know, they get mad. like You know, but, and he meant it. And then I told Dave, and Dave was like, oh, man, tell him the input. I was like, and then Dave, we was having a good time. Dave stopped the party and gave him one of the most authentic toasts you could ever get. Stand away for a second, listen. These guys came all the way out here from D.C. They cooked crab for us all day. Fresh crab, like these motherfuckers were alive this morning. <laughs> the end of the night, we tried to give them something and they refused. And that is the motherfucking hokey pokey. You can't understand. This guy came out of here and fed our community, us. I tried to give him something, and he refused. I've been rich for a few years. <laughs> I got to tell you, this never happens. I'm telling you, from my perspective, a guy just doing something and coming and experiencing something and saying, these motherfuckers are so good, I don't want to charge them. It's the most priceless thing on earth. I'm dying to give you money, 
I'll take so it. appreciative. <laughs> John L. can't have it. No, I am. But I wouldn't. Because the gesture you offered is so beautiful. Now, I'm a Muslim. I'm a terrible Muslim. I love to drink. But I got to tell you something. There's a saying of the Prophet Muhammad who says, never refuse a kind deed because it may be the deed that gets a person into heaven. Just take it. And I gladly accept it. And I'm very grateful. And this is one of the most special times in my life. And I swear to God, you're a beautiful part of it. Maybe the most beautiful part of it. Let's all give them a round of applause. Yeah! What a day! It was so dope. Which increased Patrick's business by 80%. So now, <laughs> I want 30% of the 80% that didn't know I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but it was just so good. That was part of the week, man. We got to fucking be around friends and shit. Everybody was, it's so funny now. Every time you say anything now, you got to say, and we were practicing social distance. Mm. Anytime, you, oh, are you practicing social distance? Are you, pra we're going to hear the practice. This is what I'm going to practice. Not getting Corona. <laughs> That's what I'm going to practice. Because social difference might switch up, nigga. If a nigga crack that six feet wall, I'm going to turn my head, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Some niggas ain't going to believe in social distance. Some niggas be pushing your distance. You don't want to keep arguing. You know what I mean? Arguments like I be like, yo, six feet. <laughs> that shit going to be like, what do you mean six feet? Fuck, what are you saying? I got it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying six feet. Well, fuck you and six feet. All right, you don't want to fuck with six feet, dude. Let me get you with this. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? <laughs> nigga, we been going, niggas been going five months trying not to get corona. <laughs> Yo, you know how hard it is? You keep trying every day not to get corona. Every day. I got to wake up thinking about not dying on this door. Nah, please, God. I kill me. I can't live like this no more. <laughs> oh, fuck that nigga. Kill me with corona. Hey, something. I can't oh, take no. this shit. Nigga, I'm going to sleep, man. Every time I turn the TV on, they talk about these Corona niggas that die. <laughs> Nobody want to show love to the Corona niggas that live, man. I know more niggas that live than died off the shit, man. And everybody that died off is like 88, man. How long you think these niggas gonna live, man? Come on, man. Come on, man. And Grandma, Grandma, no, nah, ain't been to the East Coast. She 88. She ain't been to the East Coast, nigga. You gotta get out there right there. It's about to be a rack, nah, nah. I ain't gonna keep on not shaking your hand. Nah, nah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Tell us some more world, 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 world two stories. So sick of Corona, man, nigga. Right, yeah, it's the truth, everybody. Yeah, man. Everybody keep on being proud about their test. I got a test today. No. So Quarantine fever. Hopefully. <laughs> Everything. I hate Julius. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's my shit, nigga. How I'm gonna get, if I got corona, I'm a corona myself, nigga. That means I got the triple antibody. Y'all better get a little rona, y'all, nigga. Stop playing being scared of rona. Get some rona light, nigga. You know how many niggas I know that lived <laughs> off of rona light? What's rona light? Rona light, nigga. With Yo, I'm telling you, look at Jerry like, there's a Rona light. Yeah, there's a Rona light. <laughs> Jerry like, maybe that's what I am. 
Niggas are rolling light. Niggas don't talk about the rolling light. They only talk about the extra rotor, right? The rotor. They don't talk about the lighter rotor. They got a rotor out here. Listen, they got a rotor out here. You get it, right? <laughs> you just chill for two weeks, and then you bong. You back. You're asymptomatic. And you I don't know, know what the Maddox mean. I know this. <laughs> I know niggas. I done heard niggas that we was crying on one text message. Everybody was putting this up. <laughs> Prayer. Yo, these atheist niggas was like, man, that's the wrong nigga. You supposed to put the devil up, nigga. This nigga got, yo, son, these niggas, yo, you so, you know how I tired I am of this emoji? Man, I'm so sick of this emoji, man. I'm so sick of this emoji right here, son. It's so lazy. It's so, niggas don't want to do shit. I'm sick of this one. <laughs> niggas doing this with a thumb up. Nigga, just give me this by itself and make sure it's black, nigga. I don't want your white ass praying for me, nigga. <laughs> I think that is lazy. The response is like when you double tap, haha. Yeah. Like, I'm like, love. like, come on. <laughs> niggas don't, man. I'm telling you, one of my niggas, they say, oh man, so and so got corona, man. I was like this. All right. And the reason I said that, certain niggas, if you hear certain niggas, you hear get the corona, you ain't gonna be like, oh. you're gonna be like, Man, that nigga about to beat shit up. That that tennis nigga. Mm. Man, that nigga gonna be. Man, that nigga about to get some IV drips. Nigga be in the sauna and shit. That nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, right, nigga. So what about DL then and him fainting? Like, yeah, gonna be all right too. You know what I'm saying? This is what people don't understand about the whole testing process or anything. I ain't trying to say just look, be reckless or whatever. But everybody is focusing on not getting corona. Nobody's focused on how to beat corona, right? Everybody focuses on Donald Trump not being president, but ain't nobody focuses on how to beat him. You know what I'm saying? They talking about what their problem is, but they don't got a solution to it. You know, that that's it. And with this whole corona shit, this is what people don't want to deal with because they want everybody else to be responsible for your life, your actions. It's going to come to a point with, with this personal responsibility. What is your personal responsibility? What are you personally responsible for? What are you? And you can't leave it in government hands you can't leave in a doctor you can't leave in nobody hands but what you're going to be personally responsible for mm. and some people are going to be willing to risk that more than others and you can't judge a person you know what i'm saying you can't judge a person that's why these niggas be arguing about the mask to mask or not to mask all that shit nigga if you don't want to get sick don't fucking go nowhere no, but, but i think what some people are saying is you know scientifically it's a pandemic so we're in this together so dear but no well, i agree Derek, no what are you trying to tell me is that you as a white man, you believe in science. I you believe in science. I, I, yeah, I'm not saying. So you, you don't know. think science is bullshit? I don't think science is bullshit. You don't think science is bullshit, Derry? Is that a serious? You question? believe that? Yeah, you I believe that. Me. You believe science? Yeah. You believe science? I believe in science. Our president doesn't believe science. Well, yeah, I know that. And some people in our society don't believe in science. That's fair. And that's what it's going to be. But, you know, when you're up against a pandemic as a society, not as a person, we have individual responsibility. I agree. But at some point, you know, if, if we wanted to beat it, the best option would be to beat it all together. You know, you know how we're going to beat it? <laughs> this is gonna, I mean, this, it's, we're going to beat it with a vaccine. Like, gonna, that's the reality. Tell you it's it's going to be like... East Coast, West Coast beef. <laughs> it's going to be like Death Row. <laughs> so it's going to be like Death Row, bad boy beef, nigga. It's going to be the outside niggas and the inside niggas, right? <laughs> So we're gonna lose. They're not only gonna beef on online because they ain't gonna be around each other. Right. Nigga, I'm an outside nigga. 
I'm an outside nigga. Yo, it's some outside niggas that can survive. Like, get right, nigga. Get right is an outside nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sure is. Yo, you got, outside, you got outside niggas and inside niggas. And I'm saying, you can't get mad at either one of them. Yeah. If you don't want to be around inside niggas, stay outside. Yeah. Okay, and but what do you feel about the people that, do the, the ones that don't want to wear the mask in the store? So then now I got to be, I got to go, if I need my necessities, now there's somebody that's just not abiding by the rules. Just yeah, fuck the rules, safety. bitch. You better put an oxygen tank on. <laughs> so. Fuck you think, you, I just, you don't go to Ohio, nigga. Those niggas are breathing They in don't your give face. a fuck, huh? Do I sound different? It does sound different, but... Um, Fuck it, man. We almost did. Yeah. I'm telling you. I understand what if. Now, here's the thing. This is the thing. Take a personal responsibility. If you a straight inside motherfucker, mm-hmm. you a mass bitch whining, mm-hmm. right? And you know that there might be a place where there's a, a outside nigga, you don't go. You order online. That's what he's saying. The grocery store, yeah, you order online. Yeah, what I'm saying is like, like it's like, oh, I'm out here because I want to get these tomatoes and this milk and this cottage cheese. Bitch, you better do Postmates. Right. If you want to be inside, motherfucker, be inside. Yeah. But then if you go outside, you got to be you got to be responsible for yourself. And all that you can do is precaution to take care of yourself. I mean, people are just losing their shit because, you know, people. some people believe that it'll never go away. It's never gonna go away, son. Actually, the vaccine will make it go away. Man, a vaccine will make it go away. It Look, there's already there studies already now that the way they used to treat this in the first beginning of this, right. and the way that they treat it now is totally different. Of course, they have advanced so far. Yep. You know, what I'm saying as much as nobody wants to hear it's a flu strand or whatever, but eventually it's gonna get to a point where that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's right. gonna be a virus. It's, it's, I said when I was in Yellow Spring, I said, man, I said, I said, man, everybody look me look. Corona. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, what? Uh uh-uh. uh. I was like, think about it. Ten years from now, right? You meet somebody, you said, you ain't Corona? And he'd be like, no, you be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no antibodies, nigga. <laughs> you straight off the motherfucking, your immune system, nigga, fuck out of here. I mean, in good news, they did find some medicine that reacts well with, man, with people that are, you know, man, in the, on the death. Man, listen, man. <laughs> man, listen, man. They gonna find all that shit for this, right? Because this shit affect too many motherfuckers. Of course, it's not it's not something that affect you like we want to get rid of the black people. We want to get rid of the gay people. It's something that could get rid of everybody. And then there's gonna be some money attached to so it. They're gonna find it. They're gonna find. Yeah, they are. Gonna, I don't even want to go all into the corona shit. All that. I'm just like this thing. Keep your mask on. Keep your distance. You know. Uh, you know. What else can you do? Right. That's it. That's all you can do. Fuck around. Everybody gonna have a motherfucking thermometer. Come here, bitch. <laughs> Unless you're a scientist, then you can work on the vaccines. <laughs> they say the UV. They say UV rays kill the shit. They say that. They say that. Like they gonna be having like you gonna be going through shit like you have Rona. I'm all right right here. Everybody, everybody is talking about. Oh, I want to test. Here's the thing. I want to test to see if I have Corona or the antibodies. Okay. What are you gonna do? Right. You know, like, okay, you test negative. So, all right, you test negative. So, right now, you test negative. Stay in the house forever. Right. <laughs> now, I'll stay. That's what you told me today. Yeah. <laughs> I said, stay in the house forever, nigga, because once you go to the store anyway, nigga, test blow, nigga. <laughs> they gonna keep sticking my finger, fucking my nose up, nigga. Fuck that, nigga. Let's get it over with, nigga. <laughs> did you get the antibodies test? Have you yeah. got that yet? Yep. You didn't have the antibodies? I did. I didn't have it. You didn't have it. So, I didn't. 
But now I'm like this. This is cotton swab. That was, I didn't want to do the nasal one. The nasal one seems like it hurts. So but I the nasal see. one's the most accurate one. Man, accurate to what? Accurate to what, nigga? I mean, that's just... Well, what's the difference between the, the swab and the nasal one? It's like when they go up in behind your nose. More. They're you deeper in hand, here. Man. They're deeper in here. Man, if you got a dick, yo, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I take three different types of roller tests. I did this, this, and this, and then you talking about last but not least. I'm just like, well, just act like I ain't got it. Just act like I got it. I ain't going for I feel good, nigga. Let's go get some spinach and shit. Fuck y'all talking about. Fuck you and Corona, nigga. Why everybody scared to fight Corona, nigga? You better you drink some water. If a nigga being got Corona, like, we actually, nah, I ain't, ain't fucking with no Hennessy no more. Motherfucker, no. I'm just saying, like, at the bottom, at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Nigga, like, it's the same story. Same shit. I saw Get Right the other day. How's he doing? Shout get, out to Get Right. Get Right doing good. I saw him. I was nervous because I went to uh, Dave Chappelle's. I went to um, Ohio mm-hmm. right before Get Right got his phone. I was like, shh, this I get in touch with this thing, right? Mm-hmm. He called me a couple times. I showed him a couple pictures of shit. And then a couple times I called him. He didn't answer. I'm like, nigga, I know you at home. Get right, I know you at home, nigga. I bought you homeless. I bought your own phone, nigga. <laughs> and I'm like, this, I'm like, this, nigga, why don't you answer your phone? I know you like, nigga, where well, I'm charging this shit, right? So it's certain times we answer and I talk to him and I got with him. I wake up with him. Damn. We don't get them together. They can't pre pay some money. We don't get them together. We gotta get the yeah. system in the plan. But this is so, but this is so dope. This is so dope. This is so dope. Get right was like, man, I need to see you, man. He said, I'm right over here, I'm over here, so I was talking to him, I pulled up. And I saw him earlier. He said, man, you know what I mean? I said, what? He said, I need a new shopping cart, man. Right? I said, man, I got you. He was like, man, you ain't got no shopping cart. <laughs> I said, meet me in Seoul. I'm, right? That's how we were talking about meeting niggas, stay moving. And I had a shopping, shopping cart. It was one of, what do they call it, Grand Carriage or something? They got a name for it, you know. The wheels. The ones wheels. in New York. Yeah, but not this one. You know, this was from Hollywood, nigga. This shit had the big wheels, like this. It had the other wheels right here, and it go down like, and it's, it looked like a pit bull. That shit was like, wow. It was solid shit. Like you couldn't even shake that. I pulled that shit out. Yo, get right was like this. <laughs> yo, get right, yo, get right was like, oh, that's a bad motherfucker right there. He said, man, he looked at me like this. I was like, nigga, don't do that. Yeah, nigga. He said, get right, he said, you act like you don't want to hug me. I don't want to hug you, nigga. You shouldn't want to hug me. I came from Ohio, nigga. You came from the streets. Same thing. He looked at that motherfucker. He said, oh, look at this motherfucker. He said, oh, that bitch got spokes. <laughs> he looked at me like, oh, shit, son. That's great. Yeah, he was good, but he didn't answer the phone. He didn't answer. He's out you shopping, man. He's out heading. He's out riding around with a shopping cart. He's killing it. I don't know if there's a moral to the story, but it's so interesting because we're in an interesting time where we don't know what to believe. Half the time, we don't want to believe something. The first thing, if you hear something negative about somebody you know, first thing, if you're a real friend, the first thing you say to yourself, I don't want to believe that, and I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before, like, however tough 
the allegations were, whatever, especially if it's your friend, you don't want to believe it. And this is what people don't understand about friends being caught up in situations of people you admire getting caught up in situations. You could know somebody different from how other people know them and different from their life. People only present one side of their life to you. And that's the side you connect with. That's it. You know, you, you something could happen, you could change your feeling. That's how you initially connect. And even where everybody's, oh, we don't want to talk about this, talk about that. But we know, I ain't got to say nothing. We know what's going on in the media and who's on that motherfucking second wave. And I said, I know a person one way. I've talked to a person one way. The only side of them I know is this. That's what they present themselves to me. And when I saw a dude, remember I saw him, we always had mutual respect. Always had mutual respect, we had mutual respect for what we do. It's gonna be people try to eat me up and drag me. And I didn't see, always see a lot of excitement in his eyes. But I remember a time I saw excitement in his eyes when I was having my son and I was talking about fatherhood. Cause he saw me do jokes from my lady's pregnant about that kid and all that type of shit. And he was one of those, uh, whatever, white dudes don't like to talk about kids. <laughs> They'll just tell I got four dogs. Yeah. And they're all wrestling. <laughs> right? Ain't no pressure. Right? And, uh, and we used to talk about it, and he used to always look at me like this. And then I saw the look off from the like, I wish something was not going to happen. And I remember one time telling him, I said, man, no, this may sound crazy, but uh, Tom Herrera told me, he said, some people are meant to be dads. They're supposed to be dads. That's what Dom told me. And then me having a conversation with Chris. You know, it started, it was an exchange. People can say whatever the fuck they want to say, but this is what I know. I'm not defending anything. And, uh, I remember like, you next, watch. And I remember when he knew he was not a kid. And he said, he was the first person I thought about. And the reason why I said that some people, because sometimes in some people's life, something has to happen for them to either change or want to be a different person, you know? Not knowing what the future of any allegations would be, whatever, it just felt like it was just a shift in the life changer, mm -hmm. you know. And he's my friend. What else can you say? What else could you say? It's just fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's fucked up on the side that women have to go for certain things. It's just fucked up. And I text him.
And it was simple. I said, a friend is a friend. I hope you weather the storm. So down there roll the show. <laughs> if you're living in a glass house, don't throw no stones. <laughs>